Welcome to Kids and Their Dice, a show about rolling dice and playing roles. I am your Hanna-Barbera talking animal, Cassidy, and my pronouns are she, her, and gathered around the table this week we have... Lava? They, them? Anyone can go in any order, I don't... (laughs) Charlie, uh, what am I phone? Oh god, uh, Caesar, he, him, or they, them? Remember, wait, no, now I have to remember what I sent you. That terrible pronoun (laughs) post. (laughs) They before he, except after C. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm Tanner, they, them. And I'm Crash, they, them as well. Um, and for this inaugural event... Where we will be playing, playing, yeah, playing, meddling kids, an interrupt, an introductory role-playing experience by Panda Head Games, or sorry, Panda Head Productions, written and conceived by Allison Brooks. This is a 2004 RPG about playing a group of meddling kids and their wild card, but we're gonna put a twist on it with some ghoul school flavor. For the holidays. You know. The important one. It's festive. Yeah. The only holiday. Alright. Um, but yes. This will be character creation. And getting used to the idea of playing a role playing game on an audio medium. Or at least for me. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. wild to get used to. <laughs> Luckily we have a veteran with us. Um, So let's dig into the character creation process for this game. Chapter one, character creation. Who do you want to be? Does anyone have any idea? What what was that? Oh, I was just saying I want to be the very best. Like no one ever was? I I think at least one person has been so far now. Uh, that's the power of having 30 Tauros. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, does anyone have an idea of what kind of character they want to play? I do, actually. Perfect. So, my character is Clark Fritz, and for the archetype for him, I chose the Innocent. And he's a robot. Perfect. I like it Excellent. a lot. He was made by an absent-minded professor to see if a robotic student could be created. And Clark doesn't know much about anything, but he's real endearing and he's really excited to be here. And he's a little bit jealous of his cousin, Ham, who got to go to space. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, does anyone have any other ideas for their characters? I 
do, I have picked the jock, and I'm going to be playing Finn Wilson, who's a werewolf. He, uh, he's very big and strong, but, you know, he, he has a good heart, and he just, he just wants to help everyone, you know? All right. Um, yeah, and because people are mentioning, I'll go ahead and read out. In this game, instead of having classes or anything like that, it's just archetypes. And the archetypes include the jock, the fluff, the brain, the goof, the temper, the sidekick, and the innocent. I was also going to make a joke of what I was going to say. Because, yes, I will be everyone's werewolf jock boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lava, do you have any ideas for your character? Because, cause like, I had a couple of things in mind, but I'm still pretty flexible on I going to play. I don't... I didn't... Okay, I looked at it once. Yeah. I'll admit it. And it uh-huh. was, like, weeks ago. Yeah. And I completely forgot about the uh, additional uh, creatures part of it. Yeah, so yeah. Like, oh, 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 I just... Okay. I want to be the brain... And I want to be a sphinx. Yes. Ooh. Perfect. Yes. Okay. So I think that leaves me. I'm going to play the fluff, which is the love interest pretty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. I think I either want to be like a sad, pretty ghost girl or I want to be like a bug person. I haven't decided yet. I think it would be a ghost. I think I'm just going to be like a spooky, sad ghost girl that everyone's in love with, but she doesn't love them back. She's just a heartbreaker. Man. When you reject people, you can say that you ghosted them. <laughs> Quite literally. Oh! <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure she uh, pioneered the technique <laughs> by literally turning invisible and like walking away from people that she doesn't want to interact with anymore. <laughs> all right um so um every class or sorry every archetype gets a, one free ability and i'm going to run those down for the ones that would be important for us uh starting with tanner the innocent starts with strong willed we will get into what those mean in a second all right all right the jock starts with sporty the brain starts with a bookworm and the fluff starts with flirt. Um, and just so people know, because it'll come up when I talk about what flirt is and all of that stuff, there are certain abilities in this game system that we are going to adjust because their whole flirt, like there's an entire tree of flirting abilities, but they all specify opposite gender and that part can get out of here. Absolutely. No, yes. No, yes. No heterosexuality uh, in our game. Uh, it's by visibility year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so let's get into what stats are, because this is a game about having big numbers. Um, there are four stats. There is strength, which is physical strength. There is moves, which is like dexterity or agility. There is smarts, which is every kind of knowledge, basically. Um, they they combined all of the knowledge skills together. And then health, which is not only sort of your constitution, but also your charisma in a way. 
um, like flirt and stuff affect your health. Okay. Hmm. Um, so you have 24 points to spend amongst all of it with a maximum of 10 per stat. I'll put 10 in strength. Oh, I put 9 in strength. <laughs> well, I'm the jock. I have to be big and strong. I'm made of metal. Let's see. Am I more dexterous than I am smart? I think I am smarter than I am quick. It's a 26, right? Uh, 24 for this part. Okay. I need to save my thoughts out loud because I need people to judge me properly. But as I was putting a two in the smarts, I'm like, I'm making a himbo. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, just whenever you're done, feel free to read them out. It's just so I can also keep a track. Which there was I, a I've cap, right? I'm pre-prepared. Hmm? What was that? Is there a cap? There was a cap. I yeah, the cap is 10. The cap is 10. Alright, I've got mine. Okay. Okay. Strength, 9. Moves, 2. Smarts, 4. Health, 9. Yeah, built like a refrigerator. Yeah, <laughs> a really nice refrigerator. Okay. I have mine. So, strength, 10. Moves four, smarts two, and health eight. All right. All right. So for Golina Goetic, uh, I'm going with uh, two strength, five moves, seven smarts, and ten health. So that was two, five, seven, ten. Ten. All right. I have my stats. Okay. For strength, seven. Moves, 3. Smarts, 10. Hearts, 4. A mostly strong brunt bunch, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> Jock squad. Well, my thought was, okay, it's a sphinx. It's, it's you know, a big cat person. That might be a hefty creature that can move things around. Yeah, I felt pretty comfortable dumping strength, like, completely. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now we've moved on to abilities. Um, those are near the back of the book, I think page 63. You will have 26 points to spend on these. 26. Okay, so basically in this game, anytime I ask you to make a roll, you are going to roll three dice and then add your number. Okay. It's a game of big modifiers. Gotcha. It's big powered by the apocalypse. <laughs> powered by the big apocalypse? Yeah. Super powered by the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are some abilities, however, that will also let you roll four dice instead of three. Oh. Oh. Mm. I do not remember which ones they are, but I do know they exist. Now, this is a long list, so this might take a moment. Yes. Yes. That's why I was going through this beforehand while we were doing intros. <laughs> <laughs> All 
It's fine. Take your time. I can cut out silence. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to write down what I want and then figure out what I'm not going to take. Okay, I have something I need to bring up. Uh, mm-hmm. One of us is going to have to take drive because one of us needs to know how to drive a car. Oh, no. This allows you to drive any vehicle, so never mind. Yeah, I'll say at least one of you can drive a car. What if I am a car? <laughs> uh-huh. Transformers. What if I'm an Autobot? Robots okay. in disguise. <laughs> oh, no, but then I couldn't take any of the other abilities that I need for thematic purposes. <laughs> feel like i have to take hard-headed because that just feels like ah yes so that talks about being bonked so let me tell you about getting bonked in this game there isn't really hp if you do something that's gonna get you hurt um you take some damage um so yeah there is actually hp it's it's the same number as your health stat um, and if you take more damage than your health stat, then you get bonked. Which, because this is a Hanna-Barbera cartoon, means you're just knocked out for some minutes. Mmm. Okay. Okay. Um, they say it's like however much damage you take over your health, but I'm gonna say it's whatever is thematically convenient. Now I'm debating because I know I know the book said it's okay if there's overlap, but I feel like there might be a lot of overlap between me and Charlie. Yeah. Let me read off what I've got right now. So I've got the strong-willed because innocent, mm-hmm. and then I have bug-free, diplomat, hard-headed, immovable, level-headed, pack rat, and steel memory. Well, I don't know what I have yet. So, I don't think we're going to have some of the same things. Like, I know I want to take hard-headed and immovable, but I feel like I don't have anything else that you have. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so then I... Okay, I think we'll be okay there, then. This might be best for me to just get a copy from everyone at the end and try to keep track. Yeah. Yeah. I'll write it down in the doc. Yeah, I have a notepad open. Yeah. Um, just for the listeners at home, there is an ability called Rich Beyond Belief um, that has the prerequisites of rich and really rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really have to sink a good bit of points to get to really rich, which I feel like is a little bit fair, more fair than real life, at least. But yeah. when you hit Rich Beyond Belief, you get that pup named Scooby-Doo Daphne money. <laughs> mm. Okay, now I gotta figure out which one of these I want. I know I'm definitely taking ultra cute and total hottie. It's just a matter of like what what else besides that I want to like because those are all like keyed off of my health, which is good. That's like my best stat, but also my smarts is really good. So I kind of wanted like dis uh, like suspicion or like strong willed in there, like to like really just like fill out that like total Daphne fantasy. But like, can I also throw in one that might be fun to play with? Oh, that too. Throw Wallflower in there because you said she's a little she she kind of doesn't always want the attention. 
Yeah. I also am throwing in winning smile, which is like literally just one point, but like people like it when you smile at them, which I feel like is a mechanical way of being like everyone falls in love with her, even if she doesn't mean for them to. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> which I liked. I don't know. I, I love it when like these kind of games have um, like kind of like smaller, cheaper abilities that are just like, it's like nice little flavor things. That's like, you know, I don't know if like a whole session is going to be decided by winning smile, but it's just like something nice that I want for my character. One time Mandy smiled in Grim Adventures and broke the universe. So <laughs> <laughs> there's precedent. Roll to see if you stay clean when you fall into a dumpster, a sewer, a mud puddle, or anything that could get you dirty. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's really fun. <laughs> It's also a pretty good bump for your health, which, I mean, I guess that would only really apply to uh, rolls to stay clean, but still. Mm-hmm. Who else is taking, like, smarts skills? Oh, I am. I have um, a two in smarts, you, so not me. Are you taking suspicion? I haven't gotten to that point in the list. Okay. I'm going down. Um, <laughs> I got, I did uh, nosy. Okay. Is that suspicion? That sounds very similar to suspicion. Uh, well, be. suspicion's just uh, this helps a character detect whether or not someone's lying. Oh, so it's like okay. specifically for lies. Gotcha. Uh, nosy is I'm going to investigate. Yeah. Because I want to yeah. know, kind of thing. And if you don't roll good enough, you're going to investigate no matter what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Doesn't matter think, if it's uh, bad or not. <laughs> Yeah, I think with, like, just, like, it, it's cost, and, like, I feel like that would just be, like, a really nice, mm-hmm. like, capstone to, like, spend my last six abilities. I'm gonna take that. You said so 26? Me... Yeah. Yes, 26. Okay, I have mine. Read them off. So I have hard-headed, immovable, intimidate, nimble, and then extreme sporty. Mm. Yes, in <laughs> addition to sporty. Which was free. Nice. Heck yeah, oh, that's intimidate. Forty for free. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I would have to pay for the other two, right? Correct. Yeah. Because it's so, kind of yeah. like a skill chain. So okay, I I got I did the math right then. Yes. Yeah, I got flirt for free, which chains into ultra cute. Ultra cute chains into total hottie. And then with my last uh, couple of skills, I bought uh, Wallflower, Winning Smile, and Suspicion. Nice. Yeah, it's funny because, like, there's a whole skill for, like, disguise. Yeah. And I was like, if I had the leftover points, I was going to do that because I thought, like, that would be, like, just kind of fun to play with. But, like, honestly, I feel like Wallflower kind of does something similar and it's, like, cheaper points. And the flavor. And the flavor. Mm, so much flavor. The ghost ghost flavor. <laughs> the blueberry flavor. In, there indeed. it is. <laughs> I'm a little mad that um where is that skill? There was a skill that uh Huh. Sorry, I'm gonna have to figure out what that where that skill was and what it was called. There was one where you could do the oh here it is. Um, it's only for the wild card, which we'll get to in a second, but I kind of wish it was for everyone. Um, Mm. it's called skit and it basically lets you turn any situation into one of those things where like Scooby and Shaggy 
start giving the monster a haircut or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I want to change some of my stats. So I want to make it seven health and move five. That way. Yeah. Since I have two uh, abilities that use move, I want to have a little bit more move. Yeah, that makes sense. I love the ability Weirdness Magnet. Right? Great to have if the click needs someone as bait for a trap. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking of picking it up, but I'm like, I don't have enough. Because Intimidate is very expensive. (laughs) (laughs) I also like the description of the monster or whatever nearby weirdo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Whatever nearby character is voiced by Jim Cummings comes out of the woodwork (laughs) to talk at you. (laughs) You know what's kind of sad is that not all of these um, free abilities have stackable. Like, Bookworm doesn't have a... um, It's not a prerequisite to anything, so I can't stack it. That's weird. Huh. Ooh, actually, here's something I want to suggest. Um... Sorry, you finished talking about that before I do my thing. I am done talking about that. Oh, sorry, I did not. Okay. That's cool. Now I feel bad. No, no, no. Actually, <laughs> literally, that's all I was saying. Okay. It was just weird that I noticed that. Uh, I wanted to try to come up with small abilities for each of you based on your monster. Oh. oh, I've been doing okay. all my abilities based kind of on my monster. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, I want something specific to you being, like, a sphinx or a werewolf or such. Okay. Something that's not going to be in this book, because this book is not expecting us to set this in the freshman year at Grimwood University. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's, like, definitely, like, kind of thinking we're going to play, like, kids, or at least uh, regular mortal school students. Yes. So, sorry, I misheard. Is this something you were thinking of having us do, or you want us to do this right now? Uh, we can do it. Like, I want to do it. Um, and whether or not we can think of stuff for everyone will sort of determine that. But I believe in us. I think we can do it. I guess, like, my thing is I don't quite know what it takes to make a skill with, like, how it affects, like, the roles and such like that. I mean, it could just be, like, one small thing that only a ghost could do. I, yeah. I don't think it should be stuff that affects roles. I think it could just be like an ability. Like, oh, for example, it's, it, ghost. It's our it's our one unique thing. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Um, but like, okay. for or, um, your quote, ancestral ability, if you were yeah. to put it in a D&D term. Yeah. Um, something along the lines of, um, if, for example, the ghost, I would say choose between walking through walls, disappearing, or flight. Um. Or just being much more unique than the other guys. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's just an example. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I also want to use that to sort of limit some of the other abilities. For example, Ghost. Being able to walk through walls and fly is, like, a lot for me to try to plan around. Oh, yeah, no, um, that's... You wouldn't want to play around that for, like, a d20 system let alone a system like this that has like a lot more like wiggle room yeah yeah so that's why i feel like if i do this that also gives us a way to sort of limit it from being too much yeah 
Gosh, I'm just like, I kind of picture Golina like floating. So I think I might take like ghost flight. All right. Yeah. Let me see if there's actually, there might be a good example for that in the wild card list. If you give me one moment. Um, yeah. Um, so we'll just say it's like what Superfly is, but without the move bonus, it's just you can fly all by yourself. Nice. So I have room for one more cost ability, and I can't. Wait. You could take Winning Smile. <laughs> I could. It would be really funny because I actually took Intimidate. <laughs> so I'm a little versatile. Oh, you know what? There's a connected, and that one doesn't have a dash, and that's why it didn't show up. So would these uh, signature abilities count against our ability score as well? No, that's this is like a free thing. That's why I'm also saying, like, maybe don't have it affect mechanics. Okay. Um, although I'm like looking at this one, and it's like jury rig. The character can build a complex device out of common items. That would maybe be good for some i don't know I, like that would be a good example i think i don't know i'm trying to think, think so. wolf stuff like, i right. want to do some i'm oh, sorry you can go ahead first no 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 go ahead because i kind of want to do something like with howling but i'm not sure what uh maybe maybe we should do in- include mechanical bonuses just to make some of this a little bit easier yeah Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe you do the flight, but have it do the um, move plus three, like regular fly. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So I, I guess basically, um, if you can think of something individually specific to what like a robot or a werewolf or such would do, that would be good. But otherwise, I think if you can find a skill that would make sense for something to do that you don't already have, that can work too. Well, see, the thing is, I I feel like I filled out all the normal stuff with the normal <laughs> yeah. player of character abilities, because I can just say, oh, he has it because he's a robot. There is a wildcard one that is mechanized, but it just says, they're a robot. Oh, and automatically add a d6 when he strengths, uh, smarts, or heal- health roll. Oh, That feels a little OP. Yeah, there's a reason we why could, that one's a cost 16. I think what we yeah. could do is maybe say... Cut it, it down to two stats. Or specify one when you pick it. Yeah. yeah. The other options I was thinking of is there's also Transform Self. So that is when I could be an Autobot. But that's a cost of eight. Okay, I think here's what we can do. If you want to do the Transform Self, we can do that and then cut it down to like move plus three. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah, and then all he can do is transform into, like, a a cart. A scooter. A scooter, yes. <laughs> a Vespa. <laughs> oh, oh no, so it's literally just one of the mini-cons. <laughs> We're gonna strap you to Optimus Prime, and then Optimus Prime is gonna get a sword. So I'm looking at the water cards ability and mm-hmm. brawler in my work that says is able to fight with any natural part of its body such as teeth, claws, fists, and since I have teeth and claws as a werewolf. Yeah, okay. Um, would you want to cut the, because it's strength plus six. Yeah, I would say maybe cut that down to 
Uh, let's just cut it down to three. I've been yeah. cutting everything else yeah, down to three. Yeah, I think That's three just good. feels like a nice even. Yeah, like looking at the low cost, a lot of the low cost ones are also plus three, and that feels yeah. good. Yeah. I want to know why there's an ability called Ken where the wild card can understand the click, but and they can understand it. Everyone else is clueless. Why is it called Ken? It's a old timey, like it's a almost obsolete word. I think that what is it? Oh, just oh, understand. Do you Ken? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One one one's range of knowledge or sight. Yeah. Okay. Because first we had Ken, and now we have understand, and then the future will have Grok. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, meddling kids second edition coming 2020 <laughs> <laughs> also it adds to the comedy that you don't pick that and not even the click understands the wild card honestly that was my plan for when we get to the wild card because <laughs> I think that would be more fun because <laughs> then I can just try to mime like describe miming things <laughs> it's a shame there's not any good abilities about um, riddles I know. I was thinking that. Although, okay, so uh, my abilities, let me just say them. Okay. I've got Bookworm for free, but then I've got Intimidate, Level-Headed, Nosy, Slam, Super Slam, Steel Memory, and then, to round it all off, Bottomless Stomach. Nice. <laughs> so I think I was very um, strongly influenced by the fact that the, the a Sphinx is part lion, mm. um, as well as the fact that a Sphinx uh, is a very um, probably gets yelled at a lot in mythology. Like, what are you <laughs> saying? And they're just completely deadpan. It's like you gotta think, man. Kind of right. Um, so I'm just kind of like no nonsense, not intimidated. As like I love Super mm-hmm. Slam so much because <laughs> let me just read it off if I can. The character give uh, this gives a character a quick comeback to any insult or obvious statement, and to keep the target from saying anything else because they're just too embarrassed. Oh. <laughs> I, love oh, I love that. It's like Slam was just a quick comeback. But now, you're too embarrassed to speak. I love it. <laughs> that feels very, like, Sphinx-like, too. Yeah. Do Sphinxes have telepathy? Is that a thing they have? I. We could make it a thing. I don't know, but... Hmm. I, 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 see, I think of a Sphinx, and I think... I don't ever think of a sphinx talking with its mouth. I think of it doing that intimidating thing where its words are just blasted into your brain. Hmm. So it would be a, a different... And it's not like reading other people's minds. It's more... Yeah, I think um, like the way it's written in this is can read and speak to the mind of, quote, only one member one of member. the clique. Okay. Yeah, we would change this. Obviously, I think we would get rid of the smarts bonus and then just make it can read and speak to the mind of, or maybe not like read surface level thoughts type thing. Like you can have a conversation with someone on the mind space. Okay. Yes. So no bonus. But you probably have to like roll to like dig into somebody's mind yeah. if you were to. Okay. You've got this... animal thought speech. Yeah. <laughs> and you could do that with anyone. Right. 
But I, like, if you wanted to dig in and get some information out of it, you would have to do some stuff. Okay. I'm going to suggest that the it, the only one still counts, only one at a time. So I could okay, use, yeah. Because I, I, I don't want it to be super OP where I just get the whole group in a conversation. Yeah, yeah. It has to be one at a time. Mm, okay, yeah. see, I, here's an alternate uh, change to that. Mm-hmm. Instead of it being one at a time, it can be anyone as long as they're in the same room, like line of sight. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like so that. that way, it's, not like, it's not like you have a mental walkie-talkie. It's more like you have a mental tin can on a string. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, let me write down all of these limitations, because I will forget. So, line of sight, um, read and speak. Say, like, line of sight, mental communication. (laughs) Thought speak. Something like that. Right. Did we decide uh, if there would be a bonus for reading Um, other people's thoughts without their permission? Um... If we do, like, I would say maybe like a plus two. I okay. don't think it's going to be much. How do mm. other people think? What do they think? I could definitely f- I understand a plus two for that. It's still a it's whole. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, it's kind of like a it's kind of a two in one. Like you get like I guess like for the one point of it, it's like you you have that, like that baseline communication ability, mm-hmm. and then the other two points that like we've been getting because it's been like kind of like three points is the other two is like being able to read somebody's mind and like get information out of them. But like that's what the where the dice would come in. Gotcha. Okay. And like on top of that, I feel like reading someone's mind is like to stuff they don't want you to know is going to be a pretty high difficulty yeah across yeah. the board. Yeah. Two will just nudge you over. It's not gonna be completely changing how well you rolled. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was looking at there's like a table of DCs and it goes all the way up to thirty four. <laughs> yes. Thirty four is quote, the highest possible roll any player could ever get. If you set the target number here, you're saying that the task is nearly impossible, even if it is the character's greatest area of expertise. The brain would have to be a super genius, the jock would have to be able to move Mount Everest with one hand, and the goof would have to be funnier than a screen door on a submarine. <laughs> That cracks me up because I immediately um, thought of the fact that my Pokemon character has such a high sneaking ability. (laughs) And it's just like, ah, it just cracks me up thinking about that kind of limit. Big number. Right. Absurdly high and absurdly small numbers are the best. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, like, um, Actually, I think it would be it would be literally impossible for you to roll a thirty four because I think right now the highest you could get is a twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> you would need to get all six. You'd need to have a thing that gave you a d six bonus, and then get sixes on all of them, and have ten in that stat. Um, <laughs> there's also um, let me see what the rules on kid points are because I do like them and I think we're going to use them. It's like the team points for mask. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's see. Kid points are special points that a player can use to improve their role, especially in a crunch situation. Before the start of the game, the team of players will pick someone to be their points keeper. The GM will then roll 2d6s, and that will be the number of kid points assigned to the team's kid point pool. The point keeper will write down the number and keep track of how many points they have. Uh, And let the team know how many... 
Yeah, when you decide to use them, let you know how many you have, basically. Um, so basically, you'll never have less. You'll never start with less than two, and never start with more than twelve, because two d sixes. Is it just like a flat bonus to whatever your roll is? So if I was like, you know, yeah, I it's need... it's that, but it's, you can spend more than one. Basically, when you do a thing, someone else has to be like, hey, that's a hard thing you're trying to do. Take X number of points from the kid pool. Okay, okay. okay. So it's, you can't propose it as the person doing the role, but if someone else is like, hey, let's let's get together and make sure you get this. Yes. The okay. biggest rule for using kid points is you can never ask for kid points for yourself. Kid points are okay. only given out to the player by the teammates. No hinting is allowed either. Your teammates must think to do this on their own with no signals or suggestions from you. Kid points are all system. about working and thinking together as a team. That's adorable. I love the <laughs> system so much. Like, I, 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 like, like rationally, I know this is like you know kids first RPG, but at the same time, it's like so refreshing to just like see that kind of like co- collaborative mechanic. Yes. Just be like on the surface and just be very intentional. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I I like a lot of stuff about the system, even just yeah. like the flavor stuff of when you're introducing someone to the concept of role playing. Yeah. yeah, this is stuff like it's still written in 2004, so it's not perfect. Um, yeah, especially like with modern stuff going on. But like, there's an entire section in quote unquote playing your opposite. Um, <laughs> I really like that. So, yeah, I think you sent that to me like a little yes. while ago when you first found the PDF, and I was like, "Oh, this is good. This is like their heads are definitely in the right place." Yeah, let I me yeah. love for the yeah. podcast. Um, a very special note about playing your opposite. It is totally cool to play a character that is not the same gender as you. In other words, if you're a girl, it's okay to play a guy. If you're a guy, it's okay to play a girl. No big deal. This is just a game. It takes a really clever and imaginative player to give this a try, and it can be really cool to see what the other gender goes through in everyday life. You gain a real appreciation for what's different and what's the same. Okay, we all know that some kids, and some grown-ups too, might give you a hard time about this. Whatever. This is your character, not theirs. These kinds of people aren't really aren't the kind of people you'd want to play this with anyways. They obviously can't hack role-playing games and maybe should go play another kind of game. Be true to yourself <laughs> and to your character too. That's the real idea behind RPGs. That's, That's so good! Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't know, it just like warms my heart that like these kind of, like that kind of writing is, you know, going to be given to kids mm-hmm. like as like, kind of like their first system. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's some that's some good stuff. Yes. Then there's entire rules about trapping monsters, so that's good too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I knew you'd love that, Cass. <laughs> oh no, my favorite rule is the part that we're at now because we've got everyone's abilities and characters set up. Now it's time to create the wild card, which is oh, my boy. character, the Hand of Our Talking <laughs> All right, let me get to the rules for the wild card. The wild card. All right. With most RPGs, the GM is pretty much a host and a referee. The GM will have a place for everyone to play, prep the game, and so on. Um, Many older, more seasoned GMs will tell you how boring that can be after doing just that for a long time. With meddling kids, that old school tradition is thrown out the window. The GM not only gets to play, but she gets to play the coolest character of all, the wild card. 
Uh, let's see. The wild card can be just about any creature you could imagine. A talkative boxing kangaroo, a flying toaster, a hip-hop space alien, a nervous but friendly ghost, anything. Um, and then we're going to build the stats. We still have the 24 points to spend on the base stats and 26 points to spend on abilities. Um, with the catch of wild card can also take regular player abilities but only has to but has to spend one extra point but also gets one extra point of bonus from it it's like a weird oh that that is interesting Mm -hmm. um their example is if you choose to buy the character ability clown the wild card has to pay six points instead of five but when they use it they get to add three points instead of two to their roll Mm. okay okay Hmm. that seems like a nice balancing mechanic Considering the wild yeah. card seems more OP in the sense of they're 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 a talking animal or something well, along those lines. Maybe not be talking. Mm. <laughs> All right, so let's see our wild card. I'm thinking we do the ghoul school thing of having this be like a little dragon. Yes! <gasps> Yay! <laughs> I, I I second that motion. Yes. That is excellent. All right, and they are the wild card. So let's see, what kind of stats would a dragon have? Hmm. I'm thinking I they're. Like... I think if it's a small dragon, its moves are going to be relatively high. Yeah. 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 I think it's move and smarts because I feel like dragons are like typically put pretty clever and book smart as well. Um. Hmm. What about hearts? I feel like heart would be like average to above average. It'd be yeah. a medium-ish. Yeah. And if it's and tiny, feel- if they're tiny, then probably strength. not a lot of strength. Yeah. Unless you wanted to go for like the that com- that like <laughs> comedic archetype of it being tiny, but also very strong. Oh, you mean like Scrappy Doo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so d- it depends on like what kind of like archetype we want to like play with for like the jokes all right um so right now i have a seven in move and a five in health okay um so that leaves us with 12 points yeah i'm thinking maybe a actually let's change this up we'll do four in smarts move that seven to strength and then an eight in move that sounds good read read the top to bottom so that would be strength seven move eight Smart four, heart five. I like okay. that. Yeah, I can dig it. Okay. All right. N- because you mentioned it, I kind of really want the wild card to have skit. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get it over to the list. Yes. So we have 26 <laughs> points to spend. Um, we do not get any free uh, abilities for the wild card. It is not like the other archetypes in that case. Mm. But they also have much more interesting options. However, what about the fact that it's a dragon? I think we can uh, figure out like a, an ability where it can breathe fire or something. Yes. Mm. And that would probably be a plus strength. Yeah, I something like that. that. Yeah. Or maybe that would be plus uh, a heart. Depends on how we feel about fire. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be like cartoon fire, where if he he can completely douse you and you just get all 
Ash, Ian, Sooty, and also a fuse got lit behind you. And you have to run away from it because it's comically long and tangled with all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're going to put down Skid, so that's six points there. <laughs> strong. The wild card is strong enough to lift something or someone that weighs as much as it does. Ooh. <laughs> I do kind of like that one. Let's, I do too. Let, let's go through the others real quick, though. Oh, uh, they're I, super I strong, which has the <laughs> someone that weighs two or more times its weight. I don't know. Yeah, you have to sink 14 points yeah. into to that. That's, yeah, like, that's a lot. Yeah. Plus, we probably want to give it fly as well if it's a dragon. Yeah. Well, yeah. we need superfly because fly by itself would have to oh. have an object. But superfly, they can fly by themselves. I'll give us some leniency on this. Yeah, okay. I, I feel like I feel like fly should count if you have wings. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 still like a like if the wings are bound of the dragon, it can't just like start levitating. Like they need to have like full range of motion on the wings to get in the air. Yeah. Where if they could just like f- just like levitate without touching their wings, that would I feel like that would be the bump up to super flying. The special object is the wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I do I want to I don't want to have like that higher. I just think it's not worth it to get that higher movement bonus. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It could be just um, it is a dragon that flies, but it doesn't get a mm-hmm. bonus. Yeah. I, or like, we'll, I'll, we'll spend the cost for like regular fly, but I'm not going to go yeah. all the way out for the super fly. Yeah. I don't think it's worth it for us to do that. Okay. So is the, um, the wild card, are they like a part of the school? Like a like a staff member's child or something like that are they i think they are much like matches from ghoul school just a pet okay i don't think they have the um they have the intelligence of matches the dragon which is to say the amount of intelligence any pet in a hanna barbera show has okay scooby-doo is people people. scooby-doo is different than a pet though (laughs) like i mean technically for the purpose of this game they're the same Mm -hmm. they are both the wild card but what I'm viewing of this dragon is more like um, a bandit from Johnny Quest. Literally just a dog, but can do things that a dog should not be able to do. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to propose a perfect direction then. Because I was like, well, if they're like a staff member's kid or something like that, that they've been, that they've been around like the school long enough that like maybe they mm-hmm. would know how to get around but oh, if they're just oh. i can go ahead and give the premise for what this uh this adventure will be um you are invited to a party at a house on a hill oh mm. is the house haunted um there are rumors is the hill haunted um you know, it's hard to tell what's talking about the house and what's talking about the hill. Is the party haunted? Crash. Um, yes. Well, Crash. <laughs> Did hmm? you decide on a name for your character? I'm Gulina. Gulina. It'll be oh, haunted Gulina. when Gulina arrives. 
<laughs> Let's get this party haunted! Lava, did your Sphinx have a name? I have not decided yet. I'm terrible with names. I will get back to that. I have to do, like, multiple tiers of research before I just decide on a random name. See, I was just like what sounds like a bootleg um, <laughs> Monster High character. <laughs> I actually googled Monster High Sphinx OCs. There weren't very many. Well, they, that's because they have, like, isn't was it Claw something? Like, an actual, like, main cast Sphinx But they character? were werewolves. Oh! Claudia and Claudine. And then okay. Cleo Denial was the mummy. Okay, okay, okay. But gotcha. she never had, like, a Sphinx cousin or anything in the canon. Dang. Missed opportunity, Monster High. Come on. What I really oh. love is the fact that when I look up Sphinx character names, the immediate thing that pops up... Well, Sphinx names, I should say. The immediate thing that pops up is uh, Sphinx cats. And I just started Aww. looking at those names just to kind of, like, give myself some ideas. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> yeah, it, it takes me a while to really decide on a name for a character. I will definitely have it by the time we actually do the thing. Yeah, yeah we'll, no, we'll check in again at the end of recording this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you don't have one, we'll figure it out by the time the adventure starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've moved on from the... Um, the wild card abilities back to the the people abilities okay um just because like pack rat might be fun yeah i was looking at that do we have anybody with clown i also was thinking of stop reading my mind <laughs> <laughs> i thought it'd be funny if the dragonite clown <laughs> I feel like Clown and Skit just have good synergy. Yeah. Also, on the note of Pack Rat, so I have Pack Rat, or Clark oh, has okay. Pack Rat. Okay, you uh, do. There's Never a mind. wild card ability called Bag of Tricks that's kind of the same thing. That's true. Oh, but it wouldn't device. it wouldn't have the bonus cost um, associated with it. Yeah, I, the reason I would just like I saw pack rat first and like that the requirement that it has to be small enough to fit in a thing made it a little bit funnier to me. Because mm. I'm just picturing that Clark has some kind of glove compartment that he can pop open, and he's got stuff that he just started gathering. You know what? Let's take bag of tricks because I just had the mental image of. It's definitely, it definitely has like a belly pouch. This dragon has a belly pouch. Yes, oh, yes. definitely. That's the bag of tricks. And I'm just imagining it, um, doing the Rippy Roo thing from OKKO, which is to say, just pulling a bunch of nonsense out of there, trying to find something that's at, buried at the bottom. Oh man, mm-hmm. my immediate thought was XR from Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. XR has like <laughs> uh, an inflatable tube in his uh compartment so that's what made me think of that all right uh and let's take clown let's put clown on here and that would cost uh six for the dragon yeah yeah all right and that's going to bump us to 20 we have six points remaining Dang, this is a character ability, not a wild card ability. But I like just the the, the concept of an ability just being called stir the pot. <laughs> this can be used to convince someone that someone else is saying or doing things against the first one, often called manipulation. Oh, 
That feels like it walked out of Monster Hearts. <laughs> right? <laughs> I almost took that one. Dang. I almost did it, but I was like, no, I don't quite want to do that. Because I'm, if... I'm thinking that uh, Sphinxes don't like lying, and that feels like it could go into lying. That's just in okay. my head. What okay. if we gave the dragon stir the pot, but like with a reduced bonus, so it was only plus two? Hmm. Because... It'd be funny, but also, I don't think the dragon can talk except to us. So if it's trying to stir the pot with other people, they just hear, Oh, no, we haven't even taken the thing that lets it talk to you. Oh, <laughs> it's oh just that's so right. no one understands. <laughs> but yeah. it makes these oh, noises, and you're like, Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but do we, do, we, <laughs> do, do we need to spend the two points for speak, though? No. I really, I really think it'd be funnier not to. Yeah, it would be so. Yeah, funny. yeah, exactly. Matches can't speak. That's true. Matches exactly. Just a dragon. Scrappy is just, just speaking for both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have a the amount though to the cost amount to get stir the pot though. I, um, yeah. I mean, Tanner was suggesting doing it at like a lesser bonus. Oh, okay. Um, my personal thought on this is, I think I would rather take some. Like, what we have here right now is a sort of like. A goofball dragon, and I kind of uh-huh. want to stick with that theming almost. What if yeah. we give the dragon weirdness magnet? Oh. <laughs> All right. If we take weirdness magnet, I'm going to make the official stipulation that everything everybody just thinks dragons are tasty. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> they come pre cooked. Oh. It's true. Okay, oh. so that leaves us with like. Two points, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I, I think I propose call to all under the wild card ability list. So when something is about to chase it down and eat it, it can scream to us and we know, or we can tell like it's in danger. <gasps> That's yes. adorable. That is adorable. I have an idea as well, but it might not win out over that. Because right. in the character section, there's gross out. Mm. I was looking at gross out earlier. Okay, what is gross out to? Basically, <laughs> the, the character can, it allows anyone to get disgusted at the character because they did something real gross. Shochu food. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I think if we take gross out, we have to go back and take iron stomach or whatever that's called in this game. Oh, dang. Okay. Maybe like, then not, we'll stick I just, call I, to arms. We don't have to, to but like, I feel like we should, you know? You mean bottom, yeah. bottomless stomach? Bottomless stomach, that's what it's called in this. That would that would fit because both of them cost one. So here's the thing. So regarding um dragons are tasty. We have two options then, as the call to all would get everyone to come after. Um c- go to the little dragon. Gross mm-hmm. out could be its own defense mechanism. Yeah. To oh. gross out. It doesn't have to be a food thing. Yes. It doesn't, no. Can just spew real nasty smoke. Yeah, or like okay, I do like thinking of it as a smoke, like a sulfur smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it, I mean, it could smoke. also just like have the byproduct of call to all because we will smell it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is, a skunk. and know that it's in danger. Is if we're too gross, all out, skunk it dragon. Is a skunk dragon. 
Uh, I like, okay, I do like the idea of its call to all being like, um, if we do call to all instead of gross out, it being like a trumpet noise. And then this <gasps> dragon just makes trumpet noises. That's oh. oh, I like that more. I love that. What if this dragon's just a small trumpet with legs? <laughs> and a pocket, and a pocket. And yes. wings. I, I like call to all then. I'm leaning towards that, because that's so cute. Alright, I think we're at the point where we need to have, like, a vote or something. Okay. I vote call to all. I'm on uh, call yeah. to all as well. I proposed it. I should vote for it. Alright, <laughs> uh, it seems like it's a pretty unanimous call to all, then. Okay, in that case, we have for our dragon who has not yet been named. Um, We can name that here in a second. We have the abilities Skit, Fly, Bag of Tricks, Clown, Weirdness Magnet, parentheses, Tasty, <laughs> and then Call to All. Nice. I think nice. That works. I love our yep. new dragon friend. Right? Um, what's this little dragon's name? Oh... And, sorry, in addition to what's this little dragon's name, why is this little dragon dragon hanging out with y'all? Because we're so cool. Hmm. Imprinting. Oh my gosh, was it like a, originally it was like a, a class project? Oh no. <gasps> oh my oh. god, we all okay. So this is it's mm, This is very My Little Pony though. Friendship is Magic where uh... Okay. <laughs> Spike. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't seen MLP though. Okay. That is just it's funny to me because one of the things in it was uh Spike the little dragon was hatched um as part of a magic test. Nice. Oh, okay. Wow. But I do like the idea of it being a class project because that also answers the question of Dude. why do you all know each other? It could have yes. been you guys yes. went to high school together and took the same home ec class or whatever. It would be called in a spooky ghost school. Yes. I do yeah. love the all idea of parenting this dragon. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, the name that I'm coming up with like out of my head because I mentioned the trumpet thing is calling it Bugle. <gasps> oh, I did. I like that. Yes. Bugle the dragon. Oh. And that's also its favorite food. Those little bugles, they fit perfectly on its little claws. Oh my god! Because he hasn't grown up yet. (laughs) Bugle non-spawn. I love my dragon. Oh my gosh. Okay, but is it going to be like like bugle chips colored though? (laughs) Uh, no. It's got to be like a weird dragon color. Okay. It should be bluish to like Contrast with the orange of the bugle chips. Yes. Mm. Okay. Okay. And I'm thinking it's like <laughs> I want to say it's like house cat sized. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Little baby dragon. Oh, I didn't realize bugle is slang for cocaine. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it fits perfectly in the 1970s Hanna Barbera original where everybody's like, "Hey, did you know that dog smokes weed?" <laughs> 
even though that dog <laughs> does not smoke weed. There's a specifically one dog that smokes weed, and no one ever talks about that one smoking weed. <laughs> I'm talking about you, Goober. Wow. <laughs> this is wild. Look, if you haven't seen an image of Goober from Goober and the Ghost Chasers, you have not understood which Hanna-Barbera character smokes weed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, run down everybody's character one last time. Um, I'll start in the order that we started at the beginning, starting with Tanner. Oh, am I reading off my page and all my stuff? Yeah, just uh, let's, now that we're at the end, do a quick recap about your character and the stuff that they have. All right, so <clears throat> Clark Fritz is a robot. I never really described what he looks like. Uh, you know Robot yeah, robot Man from Doom Patrol? Um, I can quickly find out. So he looks kind of like that, but like an awkward teen. Ah, Like he's jaw. got high I physical like stats because he's made jaw. of metal, but he's not a jock. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm looking at these images of Robot Man um, with the big jaw, and it's making me think of Frankenstein from Frankenstein Jr., <laughs> Another Hanna-Barbera classic. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, so Clark Fritz, robot. He's His archetype is the innocent. He was built by a wayward mad scientist to create a robotic high schooler. And he doesn't know much about anything, but he's real happy to be here. His stats are strength 9, moves 2, smarts 4, and health 9. His archetype ability is strong-willed. And his adjusted ancestral ability is transform self. His other abilities are bug free, diplomat, hard headed, immovable, level headed, pack rat, and steel memory. All right. Um, next on my list here is Charlie. Okay. So I changed Finn's last name because I wanted something werewolf related. So I'm playing Finn Howell. Uh, who is a werewolf, and he is the jock archetype. His stats are strength 10, moves 5, smarts 2, health 7. His He had sporty, which I upgraded to extreme sporty, and is, uh, what's the word? The ancestral uh, ability is brawler. He also has hard-headed Immovable, intimidate, nimble. Awesome. Um, Lava, do you uh, do you want to wait until the end, or yes, should I? Okay, crash. All right, I am playing Gulina Goetic. I am playing the Fluff archetype. Uh, her stats are she- Gulina is a ghost. She is uh one of the the pretty girls that everyone is uh she's very popular everyone loves her uh her stats are strength two move five smart seven and heart ten uh i got flirt for free for being the fluff and my ancestral ability is ghost flight which will allow my character to move freely uh and then to upgrade flirt i took ultra cute and total hottie um, to help me blend in, into crowds, I took Wallflower to help disarm people and uh, help them help win them over. I took Winning Smile, and I'm also 
a little bit suspicious. I have a little bit of suspicion to help me uh, read people a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and Lava. All right. I still haven't settled on a name. I was working on it. I'm leaning towards having like um, a phrase, like a two word kind mm. of phrase thing Ooh. as a name. Oh. Uh, I settled on the second one as being Watcher. I have not settled on the first part of that name. So I'll, I'll work on it. It takes me a while. Yeah, that's okay. Right. okay. Uh, to be determined watcher is going to be the brain, who is a sphinx. They got bookworm for free. Uh, and their abilities are going to be intimidate, level-headed, nosy, slam, which upgraded to super slam, steel memory, bottomless stomach, and uh, telepathy. Uh, I don't remember. What else should I say? Um, stats. Stats. Stats are going to be strength, 7, move, 3, smarts, 10, hearts, 4. Alright, um, and do you have any idea of, like, the character's personality and stuff like that? Um, so far, very no-nonsense. Uh, mm-hmm. cannot be easily intimidated because... They are going to be uh, attempting to be the most intimidating person in the situation. Okay. Oh, I didn't say anything about my personality, because I'm bad at this. Alright, we can go back. It'll be uh, fine. Finn's personality, he's very, he's like one of those big, beefy jocks who has a big heart, too. He's big and strong, but... He just loves everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I realize I do have a handful of last questions for ev- for everyone here before we call it out. Um, so, which one of you drives, and what do you drive? I. Is it okay if I can drive? Oh yeah. Okay. What do I drive? When I hear werewolf jock, my brain immediately says pickup truck. <laughs> yes. Mm. Oh my god, I definitely drive a pickup truck. You drive Bella's pickup truck. Um, and that also would leave like an entire bed in the back if for some reason Clark is too big to be in a pickup truck. Yes. Mm. I think Gulina insists on riding shotgun. She's incorporeal, but she doesn't want to mess up her hair. <laughs> oh gosh you will not catch her in the bed of a truck no thank you (laughs) it has to be um four seat pickup truck because uh yeah yeah to be determined watcher is going to have to be uh sitting in the back seat taking up both seats (laughs) oh like a lounging cat (laughs) but also bugle sits back there too of course. Yes. Alright, uh, and my final question is, what's the group name? Because the book refers to uh, every team as sort of a clique, but in the history of Hanna-Barbera cartoons, most of them have group names, whether it be Mystery Incorporated, or the Ghost Chasers, or the Clue Crew, stuff like that. Hmm. Dang. The Bugle Bunch. Oh my god. The Vugal Bunch it is. Yes! 
Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, dang. That's definitely, like, hand-painted on the side of the pickup truck. Finn did it himself. Aww. Wait, so so have we been doing this together for a little bit? Yeah, I think if uh, Bugle was, like, the result of a class project, it's definitely been y'all have been hanging out since high school. Yeah. What point in high school is up to y'all, but... Love it, love it. Awesome. Alright, and with that, let's do closing stuff. Um, Let's start with everyone and I'll end it off. Uh, So Tanner, if people want to send you fan art of the Bugle Bunch, where can they send it? Uh, You can send it to me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart. Alright, and how about the other stuff you do? Um... Let's see, I host a podcast with my friend Lindsay called Not If I Reboot You First, where we take our favorite properties and reboot them before Hollywood gets a chance to. So you can find that on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for the podcast title, and it's pronounced NIRIF! <laughs> and then, along with Lindsay and her brother Ryan and our friend Duncan, we have a Pokemon Tabletop United actual play podcast called Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. And you can find that at PKMN underscore Millennium. All right, Charlie, how about you? If you want to send me fan art or just talk to me, you can find me at Magical underscore Pride on Twitter. And I also do two podcasts. I do Precure Podcast Engage with none other than Cassidy, where we talk about all the Pretty Cure franchise right now we're going through the very first. Also, with several of these people, well, just two of them, I do a podcast called Hey, Let's Talk About It, where we talk about things with Cassidy and Crash, the C-Squad. Uh- <laughs> and I swear it will update eventually. <laughs> Ooh, after my move, I am free to start doing podcasts again, and I will have the mental space to, like, do the show it's my fault uh, i will take that blame it's not your fault because i literally have not opened what we've recorded for editing ever <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to wait patiently for us to talk about sonic you can find our twitter at hey let's talk cast uh crash how about you I am on Twitter at crashing waves uh that is a one and a four for the crash or for the, sorry let me take that from the top. I am at on Twitter at Crashing Waves fourteen. That is a one and a four for the fourteen, not XIV like I wanted to when I first got on Twitter. But uh, you can find me there talking about stuff, talking about uh, hey, let's talk about it when it updates, and uh, definitely send me your Gulina fan art and lava. You can find me on Twitter at lava bees l a v a b e e s. Uh, I co-host a podcast with Cassidy. Uh Kids and their dog, you may have heard of it. (laughs) And that's about all I do. Alright, and you can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. You can find this show and, well, you can find this show's parent show at Kids and Their Dog on Twitter. Spelled like it sounds, probably. (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know why but that's making me laugh a lot (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Anyways, this has been Kids and Their Dice. We don't have an outro. No. Stay spooky. <laughs> Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Their dice, the Ravencroft Manor uses the Meddling Kids role-playing system by Panda Head Productions, and the opening and closing music is Scheming Weasel Faster Version by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under the Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license. Stay spooky.